What's going on, all my Spotify members or all my Anchor members tuning in for this podcast? C-Jizzle and the motherfucking Wizzle bringing you another episode. Um, I've kind of been hit and miss here lately. I haven't really been making too many podcasts. Not as many as what I should, or as many as I want, but anywho, um, I've been dealing with this new job that I've been starting for the past couple weeks, and and um, dealing with friends and stuff here and there, and, and dealing with being broke, and a whole bunch of different things all at once, so anywho, I just got paid today, and um, after I got done paying rent and buying a little bit of weed, I had like 20 bucks left in my name. Now, I have another check that I can cash from my old job, but I got to get over there, I got to cash it, and then I got to ride all the way across town to go to work, because I don't get another day off for two days, so, so anyways, tonight, whenever I got off work, we, uh, me and my buddy had, had made plans the night before, we were going to, I was going to get off work, we were going to buy some hot dogs grill them out, and then we're going to put some coleslaw on top of them. Now, nobody ever heard of slaw dogs before until I had mentioned them. And um, I was like, that's what we're going to do. We're going to make slaw dogs, right? So when I got off work, I got a, went to Hy-Vee, and I got a thing of hot dogs for like $1.29, a thing of buns for $0.99. Cents. I got some coleslaw for like 5 bucks. Now, the bigger container was like 8 or $9, and I was like, eh, we're not going to need that much coleslaw, but anywho. So we get over there, and I also I also got a 12-pack of rolling, of rolling Rocks, and that's my favorite thing. It's my favorite beer is Rolling Rocks, but I got them in cans this time because it's a lot easier to carry in a book bag. Um, but usually I get bottles. Anywho, I haven't even tried mine yet. He was he was hungry, obviously, because he ate like three or four of them. And I'm the type of person that, whenever I'm drinking, I don't I don't eat until I'm done drinking. I don't like to drink and then eat and then drink some more, or you know, I just just doesn't sit right with me. So so he's done drink and he's ate like three or four of these hot dogs and but he's putting chili on it and shit right me I don't really care about all that shit I just want the hot dog and the coleslaw but he's got chili coleslaw the hot dog you know the whole nine yards and he's like I don't feel too good that's what he said at first anyways um so we go upstairs and everything, and I was going to portion him out some more coleslaw or whatever, but he was kind of acting weird and stuff, so I just decided to come home. He said he had to do some cleaning before his girlfriend got home. Um, so now I'm back at the crib, making this podcast, and whenever I get done drinking these beers, we're going to go in there, we're going to have some slaw dogs. Now, I usually only eat beef hot dogs all beef, like Hebrew Nationals, 
Ballpark makes all beef hot dogs, but eh, I don't really care for, for Ballpark. I mean, they're my last resort, really. Um, I like the kosher all beef hot dogs. And you put some mustard and onion and some relish on that. Man. Or if you're doing what I'm doing, you put some coleslaw on top of it. Man. And so it was pretty cheap, I mean, tonight. I didn't use beef hot dogs, which I'm probably going to regret it because my, my digestive system just doesn't like regular hot dogs. I don't know why. So we're going to see. Um, so we're going to get really stoned. We're going to drink, you know, the rest of this 12-pack, and then we're going to shove our face with some slaw dogs. Probably while I watch some Ghostbusters or some uh, C-Lab 2021 or something. You know, honestly, when it comes to Cartoon Network, I got um, Space Ghost as well. I got box sets of that. So I could sit here and, and watch cartoons like until my eyes explode. Especially when I'm just sitting here drinking beer and smoking. That's the best time to watch cartoons. I've got Pinky and the Brain, I've got Animaniacs. Uh, on Netflix, they had Power Rangers, which I thought was pretty dope. I think I might even get that on box set next. But, shit that I grew up on, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I've got Tom and Jerry. You know, shit like that, so... I also have some Rick and Morty box sets. I got the first season of Family Guy. Um, you know, so anyways, I got a pretty extensive collection. I watch anime too. I've got Tokyo Ghoul. Um, you know, I'm trying to expand and buy more shit. I'm trying to get my Cowboy Bebop on. <laughs> trying to get my uh, Neon Genesis on, if you know what I'm saying. It's a lot of money if you can find a Neon Genesis set. It's like every bit of like 250 at least. In good condition. Uh, anywho, like I said, I had plans tonight to go doing what I was going to do, and on schedule, I was scheduled until 7.30. Now, I did a lot of work while I was there. From 2 o'clock until 7.30, I was prepping shit because one of our freezers had went down. And so long story short, we didn't have any fries prepped, we didn't have any boneless chicken wings prepped, we didn't have any traditional wings prepped. The mozzarella sticks were out of because all of them went bad. So that's, that's the bad thing about over-prepping. See, if she would have left half the box in the freezer and only prepped half the box, then we'd still have a half a box left. You know what I'm saying? But they over-prep and they portion it all out ahead of time. And then things like this, where the cooler or the freezer goes down and then you lost all of the mozzarella sticks that you had in stock. Which I think is stupid, but... Anywho, I spent every bit of four hours portioning out french fries and fucking boneless wings and shit. And then I was running the mate table, or the cut table. You know, you gotta cut the pizza up, put it in the boxes, 
I was also running the wing street, which, you know, deals with the, the wings, obviously. But when you're running the wing street and you're dealing with multiple orders of pizzas coming out at the same time, it gets pretty hectic. It gets really hectic. And when you got somebody standing around and they're just watching you do it, or they're getting in your way, like, I got some guy that thinks that he should help me box up the pizza. Like, I can cut the pizza and put it in a box, man. Like, you really need to be running the wings. Anywho. About a few days ago, I came uh, I came into work and she asked if I could stay a few hours later. <clears throat> I'm like, yeah, I'll stay until close. <clears throat> and so, anywho... Tonight, I was off at 7.30, 8 o'clock comes around, and I said, hey, can I clock out? Well, you're here till close. And I said, no, I'm not. I'm only here until 7.30. Well, what she wanted me to do was she just assumed that I was going to stay until 10 or 11. Well, I already had plans. And High V and all the grocery stores close at 11, so I'm not going to fucking stay and not be able to get my hot dogs and shit. And plus, like I said, I already had plans made. So... By the time that I got done at the grocery store, my buddy already had the grill going. He already had it started. So if I would have been any later, you know, getting off, I wouldn't have had any charcoal to use. You know, the fire would have been burned up. So, there's a reason why I follow the schedule, you know. If she would have came to me and asked me, could I have stayed later, out of I would have still told, told her no, but she could have kept the other shift leader there. Because, like I said, the other day, I, I stayed around for three more hours. So, why can't he stay around for an hour or two? You know what I'm saying? So, I just kind of had to tell her. Like, I've, I've got plans. The schedule says 7.30. You know, like... And she was basically like, well, I'm the only one here, except for the cook and then the two delivery drivers, which, you know, she was trying to go out and do delivery shit. And I'm like, why are you going out and delivering when you got two delivery drivers? You could be cutting pizza up and making wings and, and it'd be perfect. You know, well, she doesn't want to do that. She wants to sit around, you know. All the, acting like she's doing shit on the computer while somebody else does all the hard work and I'm like dude I get it but I don't get it you know I understand you don't want to be here at work and all that but I've got plans and if I could stay here and make an extra hour or two of pay I would because that's at least $32 extra on my check so but here lately I mean this last check after taxes was like $750. Um, and it was kind of a weak check. It was kind of a... I was just getting kind of started. So when I pick up a few hours here, pick up a couple hours there and stuff every week, it's going to be closer to 40 hours. Um, but anywho, I just realized that some people, they take advantage of you. Especially when you're starting out somewhere new. They look at all your weaknesses and what they can get away with and how you react and who you are. And that's the first thing that somebody does when you start a new job. 
they look at all your weaknesses and what they can get away with. And with me, I keep it pretty, I keep it, you know, I like to learn and I listen and I keep it pretty fair to that extent. But when it comes to me running shit the way I want to do it, when it comes to me keeping up my tempo, keeping up my speed, getting the pizzas cut up and put in a box, dealing with the wings and shit, I've got my own little tempo, if you know what I'm saying. So, I don't like people to get in the way and shit. Like, I had this guy that was a shift leader that kept trying to hold the bag open for me to put the breadsticks in it. And every time he tried to hold the bag open, it would fuck up and, you know, but whenever I would hold the bag and put the breadsticks in it, it worked ten times better. And I'm like, dude, you're just complicating things, pretty much. We ran out of large boxes. So all the large pizzas had to be cut in half and put into a medium box. So we had to use twice as many medium boxes for the large pizzas. You know, it was crazy. Absolutely crazy. And I'm like, hey, you know, you guys want to deal with this? Have fun. But I've been rocking it out for the past two hours by myself. Give and take. Plus, I've done plenty of prep work. I've done dishes. I ran the wings. You know, I did plenty fair share of work. So, you know, it's not my fault that the schedule got kind of, you know, honestly, it was a slow day anyways. It wasn't like we needed any more people scheduled. Because if there was somebody else there, extra, they would have been standing around all day. Like, honestly, whenever I was there today, there were certain times when it was so dead where I was just standing there. You know, there wasn't shit to do. Everything was already ready. Everything was prepped. Everything was cleaned. Waiting for an order. Waiting for a call. And nothing for a little while. So, I'm pretty much, I guess you could say I'm the senior shift leader. I mean, because there is one other shift leader that works there. She probably needs to hire one or two, maybe. Which that's something that he kind of asked her about, but she kind of ignored him. But yeah, she does need another shift leader. Um, anywho, like, the thing is... Even though he's a shift leader, he still needs to learn. He's still kind of new, and some of the techniques that he uses are kind of off. Like today, I told him, yeah, you've been doing it this way, but what if you do it this way? And you show him how much easier it is. And he's like, oh yeah, you know, I never thought of it that way. Well, that's why I'm trying to teach you this shit, because it's faster and easier. <clears throat> um, so I'm more of a senior shift leader. Because I think more on my feet. And whenever I come in and open, I get all my temperature uh, logs done. I set up the wing station, the wing street station, turn on the fryer, polish it, filter it. I make sure that I have enough chicken wings, boneless and traditional, that are stocked that are dated, everything needs to be checked to make sure that it's dated right. <clears throat> I need to also deal with delivery drivers. So if a delivery driver comes in and they want to start their shift, I gotta set up a bank. 
for each driver. They start out with $20 and change. Um, and it's kind of a pain in the ass when you're busy in the middle of something and somebody says, hey, can you come override me and put in your numbers? And that happens pretty often. Or when the phone's ringing, phone's ringing, nobody's answering it, and you have to stop what you're doing and go over and answer it. Because they keep track of how many calls you get, and they keep track of how many you miss. And like I said, when the last shift leader was there that just quit, there was 45 calls one night, and he only answered 13, which is absolutely crazy. And one customer, he told him, you know, because his order got fucked up, <clears throat> he told him, uh, he asked him if he can get a discount. And he wasn't asking for his whole order to be free, but he was asking for a discount. And he told him nothing in life is free. Even though his order was fucked up, and he paid full price for it but didn't get what he wanted, he told him, Nothing in life is free and didn't give him any credit or anything, which I think is just completely crazy. Now, this guy used to work for Pizza Hut. Back in 2010, he quit. But he knows how it works. He knows you should be able to give them credit and be able to at least give them a discount. And so, anywho... This guy was a manager at Popeye's. Shocker. Shocker. Anywho, he quit. He ended up quitting. And so he called, or he messaged the general, or the, she's pretty much a general manager, but he messaged her and asked, could he get his job back? Now, first of all, you have the balls to not even put in a two-week notice, but, you know, like, just quit flat out. But when you were here, everything was running crazy. Everything was hectic. And ever since he's been gone, everything's been running smooth like butter. And she sees it. She sees it. She's even said, you know, why is everything going so smoothly? And I said, because he's not here anymore. You know, it, he was making things more complicated than what it was. He was running two people at one station when they should have been one on one station, one on the other. And he was, you know, with training and shit, he was terrible. He was terrible. There was one time when the other shift lead that I was talking about earlier, the one that's still working there, the one that's kind of the one below me, he had asked one time, he said, how many wings come in a big dinner? Which is eight. It's an eight piece. And instead of him saying eight, he said, well, I don't know how many do come in a... Which is fucking... It's asinine. You know, if somebody's asking you a question and says how many comes in it, you don't sit, or, sit there and ask them a rhetorical question back. That's stupid. Um, it's just running smooth as butter right now, and we've only got two shift leads. Um, but it's, it's, it's going pretty good. I mean, I don't know. Could be going better, I guess, but it's going pretty good. 
especially for me not ever being a manager, quote unquote. Now, there are certain times when I'll even tell the other shift lead, I'll say, hey, go do this. Go make some sauce cups or go do a free, go do a critical count, you know, and count everything that we have. Do some temperatures or something. And that way, when he's doing that, I can do whatever else needs to be done. So, um, but there's not a whole lot of workers there to really boss around beneath us. Like, we got Josh, but Josh usually runs a cut table. He runs a cut table and he'll run wings and shit, but he's still kind of like... 80%. He's not really, you know, he's a little slow at certain things. When it comes to boxing the shit up, he needs somebody to help him, right? And so I need to get on there and show him what it's like to be a one-man band whenever it comes to cutting and boxing. I mean, it's quick, it's easy, it's simple. You don't need two people at the cut table, so... We're going to show them. And today, I ran that cut table all by myself for two hours straight. So, and I didn't have any boxes that I needed. So, you know, I mean, it is what it is. I, I feel like when you show people things, they learn a lot better. If you just tell people things, they don't learn shit. But if you actually show them how it's done, because that's the same way my shift lead was. Whenever he'd cut the pizza up and he'd go to put it in the box, he would always fuck it up. You know, the pizza would stick to the cutting board. He would fuck it up. And I said, dude, you got to angle it a certain way and you got to shove it in there. Give it a good shove, you know what I'm saying? And then whenever I actually showed him how to do it, he was like, oh yeah, that works really good. You know, just because you think you know what works best. There's, there's a reason why I tell you shit. I'm not here to, you know, be your boss, quote unquote. My fucking ass cheeks are sore as hell. Really sore from this bicycle. Had nothing but problems out of this bike. The other night, I went over to a buddy's house, and um, somebody had backed my bike up, long story short, and it's had problems with the gears and everything, and so the rear derailleur, which it's what shifts the gears and it keeps the chain on track and, and all that, it was completely hanging off. It was like... Because it's, I've had, like I said, I've had problems with it in the past. It's basically just been tapped on with a hammer and it had a spring in it and a clip. But the clip and the spring is missing now. And long story short, when it was hanging off and all that shit, it was after a, a long night of drinking over at a buddy's house. And it was, it took me an hour and a half probably to to get it to even move, like to get 
the chain even halfway decent and get it on there because I kept running into a problem where the geared cable kept getting in the way of the chain long story short and when you took the tire off and you tried to readjust it and put the gear cable on the outside of the chain it would get in the way and if you tried to put it on the inside of the chain it would still get in the way so it was really baffling me on how to get home right I had the gear cables on the chain and everything it was I had to take everything apart and my hands were so greasy and so black from fucking with this thing for like an hour hour and a half while my homeboy is just sitting inside with his girlfriend so the same people that fucked it up so anywho he wanted to take it to the fucking corner store today and I told him hell no you're gonna walk down there you know he wasn't really happy about it but I told him dude I gotta have that bike to go to work and somebody's already fucked with it and fucked it up and now I gotta make sure I get to work you know what I'm saying I wish I could let you use it but it's fucked up and I don't really trust you to that extent basically like if it was me I would have had to walk up there he wanted me to fucking dude I was already off of work I had to ride all the way the fuck across town sweating I'm sore as fuck cause I've been at work all day and he wanted me to ride up there and get his beer for him I'm like dude I'm fucking wore out I'm sweating I'm tired I'm not going up there he was like well can I use your bike no you can't use my bike because it's fucked up from the other night when you guys fucked it up so you can't use that either well how about you just walk up there with me like I'm not walking up there either I'm fucking wore out my legs feel like spaghetti noodles I'm still sweating like it's it was 106 today with the heat index so he went up there he got his beer he came back and he's like uh I'm going to try and call it a night. So, you know, like I said, it's, it's fun for people to want to hang out and shit while they want to hang out. But there's never, a, you know, when his girl gets off at like midnight. There's never a time whenever we hang out until one or two or whatever, because every time she comes home, she wants to bitch about shit. It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm like, dude, I can't be around that. I can't be around that. You know, I was over there one night, and she was really drunk. And... She started going on about, you know, he was telling her to keep the lights off because somebody that he didn't like was, somebody that was living with him that he didn't like was roaming around the neighborhood. And he said, keep the lights off because I don't want them to know that we're here. 
and it saves on the electricity bill, right? And she kept getting in a fight with him over it, but she changed it from that, from turning the lights off to all women's rights and everything have been stripped away and the abortion laws and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I started laughing about it. And she was like, what's so funny? I said, dude, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. The abortion laws and shit and how women's rights has nothing to do with turning off a fucking light bulb. You know what I'm saying? And I've talked to other females where they believe that, yeah, we should have the choice. And I believe in that. I believe we should all have a choice. But the women that go around on Facebook and shit talking about, oh, we should be able to get an abortion just because, they're fucking dirtbags. They're dirtbags. You know whenever you're having sex that you need to either have a condom or you need to be on birth control. You know what I'm saying? And you can you can sit here and argue all day, oh, what if they're raped, blah, blah, blah. Well, there's a difference with that. There should be a different process with that. You should have to have the police report on the rape. You should have to file it differently. And then you should be able to be granted an abortion if you want it. I don't think that's necessarily fair, but look at it this way. If your mom would have aborted you, would you be able to have, would you be who you are today? You know, you'd never be around. So think of it this way. Just because you were irresponsible and you got knocked up at a party is not an excuse to be able to exterminate lives, in my opinion. People that could have grown up successful and been doctors or lawyers or and you've you've aborted them just because you can't afford to pay for them. That's crazy. It should be illegal. It is disgusting. You know, just because you have the right to do something doesn't doesn't mean it's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to really compare that to. But, but the thing is, abortions are wrong. I mean, even if you want to have the kid and then give it up for adoption... You know, and they're like, well, then they got to go through being treated different and blah, blah, blah. Well, the thing is, there's a lot of families out there, or a lot of people, who would be great families for these kids. Like me, for example. I'm looking to adopt. You know, foster care is not the best. Because it's it's paid for by the state, but, you know, I mean... There are people that I have talked to that have been in group homes who said that it was the greatest thing that ever happened to them. And the people that they grew up with were really great people. So, there's a huge difference. Now, here's my assumption about fathers, right? Kids that um, don't grow up with fathers... I believe have like a twice 
a two times more chance of getting in trouble with the law. Let's just say that. And I only know that from personal experience. Like, um, I only went over to my father's house every other weekend. Or no, every other week. And then the next Tuesday after that. So I only seen my father for maybe six days out of the whole month. I do believe. Anywho, people without a father figure in their life is going to be two times more likely to get in trouble with the law. Let's just say that. Let's just say that, right? They're four times more likely to get in trouble with the law if they don't have a dad and their mother is, you know, they're in a toxic environment where their mother is white person this, black person that, fuck niggas, blah blah blah, always has another guy over at her house every other week. They're four times more likely, I believe, to get in trouble with the law or act out. Um, and then it just grows on from there. But, and I can say that because... Like I said, my mother and my father haven't been together since I was born. And I know what it's like. Um, I, I used to rip and run the neighborhood. I used to make my own laws, you know. Because my father was never around. And my mother was always on pills and in the bed. So, you know, I had a rough childhood. I rode around the neighborhood, and I came home whenever I wanted to. You know, usually it was around when the streetlights came on. Usually. But there was a lot of times when I was rebellious, and I'd come home later. And who was going to whoop my ass whenever I got home? You know, not my mother. So, there's a, you know... <clears throat> There's also a big difference, though, between back then and now. You got kids that are underage that are out until fucking 1 in the morning, 3 in the morning. Crazy. Kids out there doing shit, shooting people with guns, and then the parents come out and say, that's not my kid, that's not how he would act, that's... Well, it is how he acts. It's crazy. There was a video I was watching on YouTube where a kid had made a threat to a school. He said he was going to go shoot up the whole school, right? And then they went to go arrest him for it. For making verbal threat. For a terroristic threat. And the mother said, that's not her son. He would never think that way. Why do you have to do this? You know? And they told her, you know, if we were just to let this go... And it ended up like another Sandy Hook or a fucking, you know, then we would be responsible for that. And even though you think that's not your son, that's actually what he said. So, anywho, I think it's crazy nowadays. Compared to the 90s, you know, the 90s were fucking great. Growing up, about where, where it went wrong was about the 2000s. I can remember ten, from being 
a kid 10 years old from 90s till 2000 was great. MTV still had pop-up videos. PH1 had pop-up videos. Everything was great. Cartoons were actually good. You could wake up every morning and watch cartoons on a Saturday. But nowadays, I mean, you don't have that shit. Facebook runs everything. Which is even more dangerous, having fucking young kids on Facebook. Yeah, that's great. Everything's just changed. Like, even back then, to get on the internet, we had dial-up. We didn't have all this fancy wireless broadband fucking Bluetooth bullshit. We had dial-up. So if you were online, you were on Yahoo Messenger, and somebody tried to use the phone, you'd get fucking booted off. <clears throat> you couldn't use the phone and use the computer at the same time when you had dial-up. And a lot of these young, stupid kids don't know that. When you talk to them about it, they're like, Oh, I didn't. No, I used to do this. I'm like, dude, there is no way. I remember it. You know, he he swore up and down that you can use the phone and be on a computer on dial-up. Told him no, buddy. <laughs> no way. So, anyhow... Um, like I said, things have been kind of crazy at work. Things have been pretty crazy in my personal life. Um, things have been pretty crazy financially because I can't get my bike put in the shop or anything until another two weeks from now. Um, but that'll be, that'll be okay, I guess, hopefully. I need to be able to make sure that my bike is put in the shop and is running smooth as butter before winter time comes around. Because it's going to be really, really brutal. Um, with the ice and the salt and everything, it's going to be really, really brutal. And, um,. You know, as long as it's not over three or four inches, I'll still ride in it. So, <clears throat> that's how I've done it for the past seven years. That's how it should be. Um, but, I've had a lot of problems with this bike. And if wintertime came around, I don't think I'd be able to... I don't think I'd be able to survive it. With the way it's in the condition it's in now. I mean, I could barely get to work now. So... Even if it takes $30 for a new derailleur, $30 for a front derailleur, and then the labor, $100 or whatever, I don't give a fuck. I really don't care. I want it fixed. So I'm really tired of dealing with it. I've had problems with that shift kit for the past two years. And the only thing it's been doing is fucking up my cassette on the back rim. Which, any of you that don't know what a cassette is, a cassette is, um, 
the little thing on the back tire that has all the teeth on it that your chain actually grabs on. A lot of people call it a sprocket, I guess you could say. <clears throat> it's got like fucking eight different rows of teeth on it. That's a cassette. Something for the chain to grab on. It's kind of like the brains of the whole wheel, pretty much. If you didn't have a cassette, you wouldn't be able to run it. So... Anywho, <clears throat> last time I had it in the shop, I had to pay for a new cassette, which was, I think, $80. I think it was every bit of $80. And then I had to pay for the rotors for the rear, which was for the brakes. And it was $40 for one rotor. That's $120, you know what I'm saying? Plus the labor. So... We're not talking about little chump change money here when it talk when we're talking about top notch up to scale twenty nine inch bikes. I mean the place that I have bought it from is a place that I take it on to get it worked on. I don't take it to Joe Blow down the street that doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Always goes to the same place where I, where I bought it from. And the last time I was in there, he he redid my bearings in the front and in the back for free, completely free. Um, he put brand new handlebar grips on it, completely free. Didn't charge me for it. They were like thirty, fifty bucks, you know, for handlebar grips. Mine were absolutely falling apart. He replaced them for free. Um, I really, I really like going to him, but you know he he likes to try to use shit. If he doesn't have to change parts, he doesn't want to. And I'm like, dude, here's this. Here's that. Here's the money. Put it on there. Like, I don't care what you want. What I want is to have something reliable. And that's what we're going to have a talk about. Because if you buy anything with Shimano on it, it's crap. It's crap. It's, it's fucking plastic piece of crap. And... After, you know, like I said, I've been riding this bike for like seven years, probably. But after all the salt and all the dirt and all the grime, it doesn't matter if you lube it up or if you clean it. Eventually, it's just going to get worn down. Like the pulleys in it, got these little plastic wheels. These little piece of shit plastic wheels that are actually in the rear derailleur. And once they get worn down, they're worn down. Like... It's just time to get a new, it's just time to get a new shift kit, a new derailleur system, so he's going to swear up and down that it's still good and he can fix it and I don't, I don't care, I just pop this on here and there you go. Now for anybody that's wondering, because Shimano is crap, but anybody who's wondering what a good 
derail your system or a shift kit is that's compatible with the Shimano is Dior it's not spelled like the sunglasses Dior like D-I-O-R no it's not spelled that way it's spelled D-E-O-R-E Dior I guess um, good thing about those you can get them for about 35 bucks and they're all made out of metal it's not made out of plastic bullshit like Shimano it's made out of metal so and it's compatible with Shimano gears so even if it's not even if it's not compatible with Shimano gears all you would have to do is get new new thumb shifters or new you know up on the handlebars anywho I'm gonna go ahead and end this podcast I haven't made one in a while I mean I really kind of want to make another one, but I know I should probably end this podcast where it is, and I'm going to go ahead and make something to eat, drink a couple more beers, smoke a little bit of weed, and I got to wake up and do it all over again tomorrow, so... I'm going to try to make another uh, podcast tomorrow after work. I'm going to try and start getting into that groove again, you know, every day. Um, Or every other day. It's just been really hard here lately with with, um, adjusting to this new job and being a shift leader. So, anywho... Until the next one, it was real, it was fun, but it wasn't real fun, so, until the next one, deuces.